hey, good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday. Calm has come back to the markets. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And the best thing about Thursday is tomorrow it's going to be Friday. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com, as, I, as our good friend Glenn Biddle would say. Thank you, Al Gore, uh, for the Internet. How y'all doing today? Man, every, you know, it's just been well, the whole summer, really. Just crazy, crazy things happening. Today, we got lucky. We, we did. Only one country cut interest rates today. And it wasn't New Zealand. No, this time it was just the Philippines. Uh, so everybody can be calm. Uh, and again, we were very close yesterday. Very close to things that we don't want to talk about. But reasons, you know, reasons that you hold gold uh, because of those things. Uh, and then uh, the plunge protection team, they had to kick it up a couple of times uh, before they finally got it right. Uh, the the Dow rallying back because interest rates went way up. Yeah, I know it's hard to understand. I you know I don't know what what way to go. You know, it used to be the Dow would rise as rates were falling, and and when rates were rising, the Dow would fall. Now it's it's the other way around. Now 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 if it falls, there the Dow's going to fall, and if it rises, they'll rise with it. Right now, the ten year note. We get ready for this yesterday. We got down to a 153, which I don't Most of you are like, I don't know what any of this means. Let's just say this. Very close to all-time record lows. Today it's at 1, right this second, at 176. I've been doing this a long time. Bond markets and bond yields are not supposed to move like this. And, and uh, yesterday, they, you know, of course, they blamed it on New Zealand and all that stuff, but... Here's what I'll, I'll, I'll say to, to all of you listening. We've got one thing going right for us, and that's the consumer. I mean, businesses have not delivered. Let, let's just be honest. They haven't delivered after the big tax giveaway. They haven't delivered. Right, I mean, the only thing they—I mean—they bought back their stock, and, and and let's be thankful for that too. And I know that that I—it's it, aggravating because they bought so much of it back, but without that volume, I mean, I don't know if any trading would be going on. But I think I figured it out of why it is that the consumer, you know, we keep—we're hanging in there. And I think I finally, it just happened. I mean, I was, I, was, I was getting ready to come on the air, and I had been listening uh, to CNBC and Jim Cramer. And they were talking about just kind of that same thing. Hey, listen, you know, if we were an industrialized country, kind of like if we were China, man, we'd be, the interest rates would already be negative. That's what he said. Interest rates would already be negative. Thankfully, we're not. Right, because here in the U.S., we're a consumer-driven economy. Right, spend it, spend it, spend it. By the way, I want to update y'all uh, on debt levels. We're doing a great job. We're doing a great job. But I'm like, I wonder what it is. And then it it just hit me. You know, when my wife gets upset, and I think a lot of 
a lot of and even and I don't mean to, you know let, let's not get carried away. Okay? This isn't a sexist comment, and I think a lot. I'm not this way, but I think a lot of men may be as well. When people get upset or depressed, they like to go shopping. And I think, I think I figured it out. The left, which, and let's face it, we got to admit it, there's more of them than there are of us. Their hatred for Donald Trump makes them so upset that they've got to go out and shop. Of course, they don't have to leave their house anymore, right? Because no one actually goes to the mall anymore or goes to these. Do you see all the clothes? Pizza Hut closing 500 stores. Walgreens closing 200 stores, right? And we know about them all, right? I know Sears and Kmart, they, yeah, I don't even know how many more. They, they closed a bunch more and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because let's face it, you just get on your phone. So this is what I picture it, right? They, they see one of the president's tweets. They get so upset. They're immediately on their phone looking for a Groupon or some kind of online coupon, and they're hitting the Buy It Now button. Uh, let me give you an address, allamericangold.com. Go to the shopping cart. We got one of those. You can do it right from your phone, too, by the way. Uh, feel free to shop at Patriot Trading Group. Put away some gold and silver, but I think maybe I think I'm on to something. You know, and it, that costs money, you know, to... to to, to get all that upset and emotional and to go out there and, and you know, you got to spend, right? You know, some of them want to make posters, right? So you got to buy the poster board. You got to buy the markers, right? Some of them want to uh, meet up, right, and, and, and protest and do all that stuff. I mean, you know, there you go. I, I, think that's, I think that could be it. We had an update on, on consumer debt. It came yesterday. Uh, after the market closed, I'm going to share that with you. And then we hit an all-time record high on credit card interest rates. And I'm like, "What? Well, wait a minute. The 10-year note, even today, the 10-year note's at 175. Why would credit card rates be at all-time record high? Shouldn't they be near all-time record lows? I got that and a whole bunch more. Don't touch that, Don. We're back, 800-951-0592. little bit of profit taking today. Not a lot, depending on where you look. Gold's down 3 uh, to nine dollars, uh, and you know, I don't you know, electronic trading, all this other stuff. Uh, but right under uh, fourteen ninety seven, fourteen ninety eight, uh, silver hanging around uh, that sixteen ninety to seventeen dollars an ounce uh, after the big big move uh, up yesterday. Uh, everybody, and it's so funny watching these uh, groups up their gold forecast, right? After gold's already made the moves, right? They're, they're, oh, you know, uh, I think it was TD Securities up there at 1590. Of course, yesterday it was 1485. Uh, they kind of, kind of a little late, aren't they? Uh, of course, that's going to be light as well. But get ready, you're, and you're seeing it. Uh, Two thousand. I, I even saw one guy. I think it was Rickards. Ten thousand dollar gold. I don't know about all that. I hope not. 
and and I and I say that only because that'd be really bad. I mean, really, really, really bad. Uh, so let's hope it's a little better than that. You know, unfortunately, either way, uh, all-time record highs are coming in gold. Matter of fact, gold's at all-time record highs pretty much in almost every country in the world. I mean, there's not everyone, right? Not here, right? We're only at six-year highs here. Canada, all-time record high. Australia, all-time record high. Japan, all-time record high. England, all-time record high. Boy, that that guy was brown when he sold all the English's gold. <laughs> he sold it for like two hundred and fifty bucks. You think England wants their gold back? China, all-time record high. I, I think it's either eighty or ninety countries in the world now. Probably New Zealand now. All-time record high uh, gold prices. Uh, and again, we're suffering from the same thing, this debt problem. Now, the consumer, we've hung in there. We've hung in there. But a couple of things caught my eye this morning. First, it started really yesterday with the releasing of the uh, credit card data here in the, well, I should say consumer debt. It wasn't just credit card. The consumer debt data coming out of the American consumer, uh, which got released yesterday uh, yesterday afternoon. And we had hit all-time record highs in student loan debt, auto loan debt. Credit card debt actually went down just a little bit, just a little bit. But here was what was so funny in the report is they said the number of people, guys, guys and gals, number of people going to college fell. Right, more people are like, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not falling for it. Right, I'm not falling for it. And, And listen, college is meant for a certain amount of people. Right, my, my younger son is, I mean, he's, Extremely, extremely smart kid. Who knows? He could cure cancer someday, right? College meant for him. And a lot of these other kids, I got, I got a nephew. Love him to pieces. Right? The guy's a C minus student. <laughs> Probably college isn't meant for him. Is he going to college? Oh, yes. But the number of people actually going to college fell. And it's one of the, you know, that hasn't happened in a long time. But here's what what the report said. Despite that fact, because the cost of college keeps skyrocketing, the amount of student loans taken out, even though there's less kids, continues to rise. $1.6 trillion. The last time I saw the number, we were at one four. So another $200 billion increase in student loan debt. Then autos, another all-time record high. Same thing. They said, hey, people actually bought less cars. And they said not just new cars, new and used cars. But the cost of buying, and here's what they really said. Yes, the cost of new and used cars is more. The problem is more and more and more people need a new car or a used car. They need another car 
and they still owe on the car that they have. And all is they're doing is what? Ah, don't worry, we'll throw it in. We'll throw it in. We'll throw it into this new loan and we'll call it good. But but so when you looked at the consumer, listen, we're doing it. The big there is two big drivers of consumer debt cars. And I just told you it wasn't because we were buying. We're actually buying less. The problem was a lot more people are turning in cars that they still owe on. And it's getting added on to the payment, so so the number keeps rising. And then I saw this one this morning. And this one really made me angry. As I said, rate I mean we we we're right next to all-time record low interest rates. And, and I was talking to Jason this morning. And, I, we, and you know, we, we were just talking about stuff in banks. And I'm like, I don't know how banks can make any money. I know now. I know how they're doing it. Americans have paid very high interest rates on credit cards for decades. These things... This is the biggest ripoff of all time. And I, I just think, you know, I'm nice about credit cards. People use credit cards here. You can buy gold and silver from me with credit cards. I take all of them, Visa, MasterCard, Amex, Discover. I take all four. And I get it. People want their points. They want their cash back. They want all, you know, and, and we get whacked. I mean, they char- it's not like it's free for me. But I got to pay three percent, and and some of these cards now they're so elaborate it's almost four percent. I only charge a two, and I'm a nice guy about it. I don't know how much longer, but I'm a nice guy about it. They said that the average has been over fifteen percent. It set a 25-year record high. Now, you got to remember, we haven't had credit cards that long. Credit cards got introduced in the 70s. Really didn't start gaining, you know, usage as, as a form of, of payment from the regular folk, if you will, from the middle class until the 80s. They've been collecting this data for 25 years. They said May of this year broke a record. The average interest rate on a credit card, 17.14%. The 10-year note is at, like I said, today's at 175. They're making an extra... They're making, you know, give or take, let's just round it down. They're only making an extra 16% on you. No big deal. According to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, they said that the interest rate level has been soaring since 2016 when it was below 14%. Now, here's what's funny. 2016 was when we hit that low in the 10-year note. And now we're almost back again, and yet they're earning over 3% more on rates ever since then. 
By the way, the St. Louis Fed has been keeping records going back to May of 1995. So this is this is a new all-time record high. And here's what they had to say. They weren't even mixing words about it. They said, hey, listen. The reason why we charge so much, besides the fact that we need the money, right, is people don't pay their debts. That's what they said, right? Because We charge this much because people don't pay. Don't blame us. It's not our fault. Because, you know, the banks are here to help us. They're our friends. By the way, have any of you noticed our bank, that we bank at, we bank at, at, I think they're the sixth largest bank, Uh, we bank at U.S. Bank. They put a sign on the door, their their office is right down the street from me. And they said, and and the sign on their door, that they're no longer open on Tuesdays. And I thought, well, maybe they're open on Saturday, right? Nuh-uh. Nope, the new hours at our bank are Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And I got to thinking, I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? You know, you're, what do you mean you're not open on Tuesday? Now, is every branch not open on Tuesday? I don't know. I don't know that, but I do know. I, I've actually, actually been talking to a couple of my buddies, and they're all saying the same thing. And, I, and I'm like, I guess that... They don't want people working 40 hours a week. I know how to, hey, we can get you not to work 40 hours a week by, by uh, hey, we'll just get rid of a, a day. You only can work four days a week. But banks now charging all-time record high on credit cards. At the same time, consumer debt levels are all at all-time record highs. And then another report came out. And by the way, that was the St. Louis Federal Reserve. That wasn't my number. I didn't make it up. Bankruptcies, personal bankruptcies, are up 5% year over year in July. Now, I don't know it's too early, right? We don't know if it's a trend or not. But then Challenger Gray in Christmas, right? They're the ones that track layoffs. They said that bankruptcy-related layoffs, in other words, the company filed bankruptcy, and that's why they're laying people off, hit the highest level since 2009. So I think that's part of why, you know, you think about yesterday, the, we, the issue yesterday was in the debt markets, right, and specifically started in the Treasury. Well, they say it started at the... Bank of New Zealand, but let's just say I'm right and it started in the treasury markets. Just something we need to keep our eye on. Right? When you start looking at, hey, who, who's the only real bright spot in this economy? And the answer really is it's the consumer. I mean, the spending has stated, well, the ability to borrow anyway has held in there. The problem is, is now are we starting to what? Are we starting to drown on it? Too early to tell, but at least some early indications are the banks are saying, it's not our fault we're charging so much, right? But more people are defaulting on their credit cards. By the way, 40 million credit cards, not people, credit cards, 
got declined in the last year. So, you know, when you're you're at the store, right, and someone's paying with their credit cards, I, you know, I'm not saying they didn't have any money in there, but I'm just saying they didn't have any money in there. Uh, but but anyway, just these things that, that uh, if the consumer falters a little bit, get ready for negative rates. Get ready for negative rates. I think it's unavoidable. I, I really do. When you, when you think about uh, the debt levels and where we are right now, and and how much we're spending and and that's just forget about federal and state and local just at the consumer level even with buying less cars even with less kids going to school the amounts keep rising maybe negative rates is what we need right so we can stay afloat Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. President Donald Trump's visit to Royal England this spring captivated the British as much as the Americans. Queen Elizabeth extended official state honors to him and his family. Only the third time she has welcomed an American president with such honors during her 67-year reign. More than 150 people participated in the royal feast with the Queen and President Trump. Despite the British rhetoric against Trump, very few dignitaries declined to attend this glamorous event. The underlying politics during this visit marks a turning point for Great Britain, which is in the throes of division about its future. A majority want independence, as reflected by their vote in 2016 for Britain to exit Europe, while a vocal minority want to remain tied to the European Union. The anti-Trump mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, who skipped the gala for Trump at Buckingham Palace, predictably went on the attack. Khan published a strident article two days before Trump arrived, under the headline, It's Unbritish, to roll out the red carpet for Donald Trump. Khan even insisted that Trump somehow, quote, flies in the face of the ideals America was founded upon, end quote. Confronted with these pot shots by the unleashed London mayor, Trump returned the favor by tweeting against Khan as Trump arrived in England. Trump compared Khan to the disastrous mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, and a greater insult is difficult to imagine. Trump invited Britain to complete its exit from Europe without cutting any deals with the mainland and instead look for future trade agreements with us, America, their longest ally. Trump supporting Boris Johnson, the presumptive next prime minister of the United Kingdom, agrees with Trump that no-deal Brexit is the best approach. We will leave the European Union, Johnson said, on October 31st, deal or no deal. The way to get a good deal is to prepare for no deal. Europe's loss can be America's gain. A Great Britain under the conservative, Trump-like leadership of Boris Johnson can help revive that country and enable them to afford more of their share for military defense. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again 
for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. I think we should do a study. Right, and figure out which tweets and comments that Trump makes that gets the most people upset because I really do think it leads to more spending, right? Hey, you know, some people, like, now me, I'd probably be accused of, I like to eat when I get upset, right? So so uh, maybe you get, a, you get both, right? You got the people that like to shop, the ones that like to eat. Like if, if somebody, uh, oh, that's racist, right? We can track it all. Oh, say, retail sales just went up a billion dollars because Trump's racist, right? Or uh, Trump attacks the Federal Reserve. Well, oh, well, retail sales only went up, you know, five hundred million on that one. Or uh, President Trump uh, wants to go to El Paso. Oh, well, that it went up two billion. Right? We we got to figure it out. I, I think we should. I, I think I'm onto it. I really, I really, truly believe that you know the president probably deserves more credit than I've been giving him. Why is consumer spending so good? Because half the people hate them so much that they need retail therapy. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like, I, I, you know what? Some people probably need actual therapy for it. I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, the the bond market has been saved at least for today. I will say, and not that a lot of people understand or care, but yesterday, what made everything turn around, right? So the Dow was down, right, approaching the the low from, what was I think, last Wednesday's low, I'm, I'm, whatever. I get, there are so many down days. Maybe it was Monday's low, uh, but I, they all run together. We had an auction for 10-year notes, right? So... You know, every day of the week we we sell debt, right? We've got the new debt that we've got to issue, right? Because you know, well, let's face it, we spend money every day, gotta that we don't have, plus any debt that's rolling over, right? So uh, on a given year, you know, so we've got a deficit, you know, twenty two and a half to twenty three trillion dollars. All of that doesn't roll over every year, right? So maybe right now. And I don't have the exact number, but let's just say somewhere between uh, seven to nine trillion. So let's call it eight trillion. Eight trillion plus however much more we're spending, right? So this year probably be about one point six trillion. So somewhere, somewhere around ten trillion dollars of debt we have to sell. Yesterday, on the ten-year note. We were selling, and I don't know the exact number, $30 billion, something like that. And all of these banks, that or, or, or hedge funds, or sovereign wealth funds, uh, mutual funds, annuities, right? You know, whoever, whoever wants to, to bid on these, they they go through one of the private dealers. Remember the message from B of A yesterday, saying they they were warning the Federal Reserve. Hey, we're getting stuck with too many of the the too much of the debt auction. In other words, 
all of these dealers that are, and I, and I don't know if it's five or six banks, something, something like that, they get to sell it. And the rule is they all have to place bids in the auction. So they try to make sure that, you know, and they need it. Let, let's not lie. It's not like Bank of America doesn't need some U.S. debt in their portfolio. They do because, remember, when they changed the laws on too big to fail, it was brilliant. Man, the more I think about that legislation, Dodd-Frank, brilliant, brilliant. See, they already knew that the debt was going to start exploding. So they made sure that U.S. debt is Tier 1 capital, right? That's the best you can have. And they stipulate to all these banks, by the way, X amount of your portfolio has to be in Tier 1 debt. Well, there's not enough Tier 1 debt. I think there's only seven publicly traded companies that are AAA rated, and it may only be six. That's it. Most of the debt in Wall Street, most of the companies on Wall Street are junk. So there's not that many places to go. So they force the banks to what? Be buyers. Yesterday, Bank of America warned, said, hey, listen, man. These debt issuances, they just keep going up. And the foreign guys, all these other guys, they're not buying enough. And we're getting to the point where we can't handle anymore, right? Because it's hard for the bank to make money if they got to own a 10-year note and only get a percent and a half, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's not very good margin. So yesterday at this auction, Everybody places their their bids with whoever, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia uses J.P. Morgan, and maybe uh, China uses Bank of America, and maybe, uh, uh, you know, some hedge fund uses, and I, and I don't you know, I'm not sure even who all the way, Citigroup or whoever, right? They do it, quote unquote, and I say that because we know how dirty these banks are, all these bids are supposed to be private, Okay. So nobody's supposed to know what other people are bidding. And then the government, what they what they instruct the banks to do is, hey, we want to sell it to the people that bid for the lowest interest rate. Right? That makes sense. Right? Hey, we don't want to pay. <laughs> Thank God it's not a credit card. Could you imagine if we had to pay 17% interest on our debt? I mean, it'd already be over. So they want to fill the lowest ones first. And so yesterday, here's what the problem was. A ton of bids were coming in, you know, 153, 152. One five four, which freaked everybody out. The the what saved the market was it wasn't enough to buy the whole auction, and so it ended up at the end of the auction. The dealers 
right? Bank of America, City, J.P. Morgan, who really didn't want a whole lot of this. They bid one six seven, which is way above where the ten-year note was, right? And and and, and thinking that well, we won't get stuck with it. Ended up getting stuck with it, and that actually was good news for the market. There you go, right? You never know what you're going to learn. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Even with uh, gold down a little bit today, still got I got the cheapest prices in the country on gold eagles at fifteen and a quarter. I got twenty dollar liberties and twenty dollar cents. That's right. The the older ones, you know, the pre thirty three, fifteen twenty. Uh, so you're looking at twenty five, twenty twenty five, thirty dollars over spot uh, on on any one of those three coins. It's just incredible uh, how how cheaply over spot you're able to buy. Uh, all three of these coins it's it's really unheard of you get that though when you get these big moves up um you get usually get what get some sellers out there in the marketplace they came out now it's a great opportunity this is definitely a buyer's market in gold and remember what i've been telling you be your own central bank china announced again china's just not stopping and and they buy gold now every single month. The thing is, though, as I pointed out yesterday, and I forget, and I wish I could give, I want to give the analyst credit, and and I I lost I lost the story, but he was saying, hey, listen, China only has to officially announce when they're buying it in the open market. They don't have to announce if they've bought it from their own production. You know, and China's the the, the largest uh, gold producer in the world. You know, they 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 mine four hundred metric tons. China could be adding that without having to tell anybody. Just something to 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 keep our eye on because we know all the Chinese. They're not dumb. And then the other thing I've been telling you: the president has been telling you to buy gold, and he's been telling it to you really since he's been elected. I mean, I know Wall Street's done well since he's been elected, but guess what? So is gold. I mean, gold's done real well, too. President Trump once again made support for a weak dollar official again on Thursday. He is disappointed in the strong currency and is blaming the Federal Reserve. As your president, one would think I would be thrilled with our very strong dollar. I am not, explanation point, the president said. And I'll go back. Listen, we can't have this. right? If we produced everything, we could. But as a consuming nation versus an industrialized nation, can't have a strong dollar. Not with fiat money, you can't. And and uh, and, and he said, uh, here's what he said. And, and he was tweeting again. I don't know if this drove up retail sales or not. 
the Fed's high interest rate level. Right, two to two and a quarter percent now. <laughs> and I'm la- right, I'm laughing because right, that's high now. In comparison to other countries, is keeping the dollar high. The dollar actually is down a little bit today. Uh, and that's why I said gold and silver, good day to buy. Got a little bit of profit taking. Uh, fundamentals are incredible right now for both. And now the president, again, just going right at the Federal Reserve, making it more difficult for our great manufacturers like Caterpillar and Boeing, John Deere, our car companies, and others to compete on a level playing field with substantial Fed cuts. And then in quotes, or I'm sorry, in parentheses, there is no inflation. Well, we could argue about that, couldn't we? According to the Federal Reserve's report on consumer debt, there is inflation. But according to the Federal Reserve's way of tracking inflation, there is. Right? That's kind of where we're at. No quantitative tightening. Right? That's over. Right? Quantitative tightening is over. The fantasy that the central bank was going to get rid of its balance sheet is gone. The dollar will make it possible for our companies to win against the competition. We have the greatest companies in the world, and there's nobody even close. But unfortunately, the same cannot be said about our Federal Reserve. They have called it wrong at every single step of the way, and we are still winning. Can you imagine what would happen if they actually called it right? And and you know what? I'm going to say this. He's not wrong. If the, It's a race to the bottom. Right? So we're losing. Right? We're losing uh, because everybody else is already what? They're already at the bottom. Well, the, there is no bottom. Right? You just keep going more negative. But they're already ahead of us. And, and this isn't going to stop. And, I, and I'm just going to tell you. You know, say this about the brain. He doesn't get things, everything done, right? Well, I mean, there's no wall, right? We haven't stopped the, well, you know what helped the, the at least slow the immigration was it's hot as you know what out there. Even the immigrants know, ah, we'll wait till after summer. <laughs> right? We'll wait till after, it's hot. But he's not going to give it up. He's not going to give it up, and he's going to keep the pressure on. And, and really, quite honestly, at least in my opinion, he got a rate cut last time, and now the Chinese are going to help us get another. Uh, so, again, central banks are telling you to buy gold. The president's telling you to buy gold. I'm telling you to buy gold. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I got the best reason. Probably should have just led with this reason. Forget about it. forget about what the central banks are doing. Forget about. 
the president. You want to know why you need to own gold? Rosanna Arquette, right, the B-rated actor, you know who she is. She was in Pulp Fiction and, and uh, a few others. She was out, and, and I'll just read you what she said. I'm sorry I was born white and privileged. It disgusts me. And I feel so much shame. She also tweeted an image of herself kneeling in front of the American flag with the words, I'll never stand for the flag again. And she, her apology for being uh, born white earlier this year, she uh, accused President Trump, ready for this, of a sick dictatorship, a government that has normalized racism, rape, mass killings, and gun pedophilia and homophobia. So there you have it. That's why you never listen to these people in Hollywood. Are you kidding me? But this is what they want. right? This is the what the left wants. Everybody's a victim. Everybody's a victim. Right? Every, you know what? Here's what's so funny. Right? Nobody I know was born white and privileged. I don't know anybody. Of course, I don't, you know, have, you know, I was a middle-class kid. And, and this is really the sentiment in America today. From the, And there's more of them than there are us. Be prepared. Get ready. You know, and, and I don't know what's going to happen in the next election. It's too early yet. But I got a funny feeling it's going to be extremely violent and not from us you know that's the funny thing right we like to go you know what hey the trump rally this and that right we're the ones being punched at kicked at and spit on and 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 now they're out there apologizing for being white are you kidding me really that's what everybody wants everybody else just wants to be a victim i don't think so i don't think so but this is what we're up against. And and you know what? I hate to say it, but doesn't it feel like they're winning? Like people actually believe this bull crap? I mean, I know, right? Obviously, she's well past her prime and she's trying to, I don't know, get a, for, a few more Twitter friends. I don't know. But do, do, you, do you, people, really? Oh, I'm so ashamed of what? I mean, maybe of making bad movies. I mean, outside of that, right? 800-951-0592 is the toll-free number. Quick look here at the markets. Gold's 1496 depending on where you look. Down 4 to $10. Silver, $1,695. Uh, the Dow. Hey, good, good job here for the Dow. Up 300 points. Uh, because, again, I'll say it again, because the 10-year note is higher. Yes, 175, 175 on the 10-year note today. Apparently, we've avoided catastrophe, at least for another day. Hey, guess what, though? Tomorrow's Friday. One more show, and then we're done for the week.